SEN. Sydney weather. Partly cloudy with white winds becoming northeasterly. Temperatures are ranging from 19 to 27 in the city, 17 to 29 in the west. Looking further ahead, cloudy Monday, shower or two Tuesday and Wednesday. That's the latest to SEN News. I'm Patrick Morrow. Tide. I don't know where Grant is this morning, but uh, he was there a minute ago. He must have disappeared on us. But uh, welcome to a nice Sunday, 28th. Nice to have a bit cooler weather yesterday. But uh, it was very good. Let's see if we can find Grant somewhere. Are you there, Grant? No, he's not with us this morning. doesn't want to talk to us. Oh, well, we'll have to work that out. That's not a problem. That's an easy one. We'll get to that. The tides today... We've got a low at 4.20am, 0.54 of a metre, a high at 10.47, 1.75, a low this afternoon at 5.21 at uh, 0.41 and a high this evening at 11.21pm, 1.35 metres. And as I said, it was nice. you can hear me, I can tell you this much. Oh, I can hear you now. Sorry, my friend, I can tell you this much. The forecast you were just having a look at with regard to the tides, we'll update that for you in a few moments' time. But I can tell you, the forecast is for cloudy conditions. It's absolutely beautiful out here today. Wish you were out here. Yes, yeah, so do I. How can I get the raw straw and have to be in the studio? I think you're going away shortly, aren't you? Yes, but that doesn't matter. We're talking about today, not, not in three weeks' time. Yeah, and where are you going? Where it's cold to Melbourne? Geelong, actually. But I'll warm Same up. Say. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is actually. Yeah, it is. But don't say that to someone from Geelong. I'll tell you, it's not one Melbourne. Of smartest, one of the smartest people you've got is sitting right next to you. He goes north where it's nice and warm. He he loves, does. He enjoys. He's actually downstairs waiting for me to go and get him at the moment. But uh, oh. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get him in the air <laughs> Sorry, my <laughs> uh, That's not a problem. How was it out in the water yesterday? Absolutely beautiful. Look, overcast, but there was really not much wind to speak. There's still a lot of people out on the water, which is absolutely fantastic to see. And everybody was in that really jovial mood. You know, no, there were no stresses, nobody screaming at each other. Fishermen absolutely everywhere, particularly coming back from Refuge Bay on uh, Australia Day night up in the channel. They were just all over the place, which was which was great to see. That's good. That is good to see. Did you catch a fish? Mate, I, I only dropped uh, I dropped some, a squid jig in when we were up at um, Jerusalem Bay, and I couldn't get anything. But there were lots of little... I didn't have any bait, so I was just using, you know, what I had in my tackle box. Hang on, hang on. Um, have you got bacon on board? No, I didn't have any bacon on board. Don't I did bacon? try some chicken, though. Yeah, a little bit of chicken. Uh, bacon rind's very good. Mm-hmm. Just squash up a bit of bread. But it, you could you could actually see them all swimming underneath the bait. They were very small little yeah. fish, and I couldn't even couldn't even identify what they were. But uh, just just so blessed to be able to have you know whether you live in Botany Bay, Port Hacking, or you know whether you use Botany Bay, Port Hacking, Sydney Harbour, or Pittwater, we are so lucky. So lucky to be able to have this as our backyard. It's, it's insane. That's right. You just got to get out and use it more and appreciate it. 
that's and that's the thing, isn't it? You, uh, we were talking about this off air the other day. You know, people that have got a view, you know, looking over the city, you become. You become not button so much bored with it, but you become blase. is a beautiful word. I just when I, I I'm blessed to be able to have a, a you know a view of Saltpan Creek here at uh, Pitwater from my from my home, and every single day I go out there, I'm just so grateful that it's there. I never get complacent about it. It's just yeah. an extraordinary part of the world. Yeah. Oh, it's good fun, and we should get out and enjoy it. I tell you, a nice place to go is Port Macquarie. At uh, Jason Isaac up there at Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle, 42 Gordon Street. Uh, if you want to go up there, he said the last uh, few months, uh, red weed's still present on most of the beaches. If you can find some clear water, there's Taylor, Whiting and Brim about. On the rocks, Taylor from most of the headlands with the odd fish over three kilos. Estuary, Flathead and Whiting consistent in the Hastings, along with a few Brim, and a good chance of a mulloway around the break walls. And they're a nice part of the world, just watching the day go past there on the break walls. Offshore, the current has picked up significantly, making it hard for bottom fishing. Good news, though, for uh, Keen on inshore pelagics with the odd mackerel and cobia now in Barry's Bay. That's Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle. And uh, we're stopping in up there and go to some of the oyster shops and get some oysters. It's quite a nice part of the world up there. Have, have you gone to any of the places along the river or you've just stayed on the boat? Um, pretty much stayed on the boat. Um, it's just, there's a couple of areas where I wanted to sort of go into a couple of ports like Cottage Point and places like that, but it's just been so busy. I mean, um, to do those places, I think midweek would be, uh, perfect, but not on the Australia Day long weekend. Every time you go down there, there's a queue of people waiting to get into there, even getting into Royal Motor, um, to pick up some, some water the other day. Oh, $20 uh, we for water. Good to see. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't even go there, sister. <laughs> well, it's not. You can actually get it for free. You just got to. You just got to join the Royal Motor Yacht Club for a grand. What about? Get, you know, so. What about if you buy fuel? Do they give you the water for free? No. Oh. No, because I did. I went in the first time. I went in there. I filled up with fuel, and I thought, well, I'll wait for twenty bucks. I'm going to buy, you know, five hundred bucks worth of diesel here. Nah, nah, nah. That's a bit naughty. <laughs> like, I can understand if you're going in there and not purchasing anything, uh, but if you're Same. purchasing fuel or something like that, you think, okay, I can have some water too. And, you know, it doesn't cost totally that much. Totally agree. Brick bats. Totally, the totally agree. Yeah, <clears throat> I just uh, that that I find you know fair enough. You just come in and, and pinch in their water. Well, they've got to pay for their plumbing. They've got to right. pay for the hoses. That's that's all right. I'm fine with that. But if you're buying diesel, I would have thought you know. But then again, Lake Macquarie. Everywhere you go at Lake Macquarie, where we're going to go up very shortly and catch up with Brad, every single wharf has water taps. Two in yes. most cases, <laughs> two yeah. right. And you just connect up and you go. I just you know. They're, they're so far ahead of the game. I know Laurie talks about it up there with the co-op. So, you know, if people, the yachties go and they just pinch the water. But if they're buying fuel, it's, it's a different kettle of fish. So Yeah, yeah. I yeah. know up at Bundaberg Marina, if you go in there and you buy fuel um, and you, you're staying at the marina, so we go to stay at the marina for a night, they knock 11 cents a litre off the cost of fuel because you're staying at the marina for the night. Well, see, that, yeah, that, that, that's good encouragement, isn't it? That's right. You know, I've got... I've got no problem paying for the water. I really don't. I just think 20 bucks is a bit steep. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, you know look, Kareel Bay, they Kareel Bay charge, but they charge per litre or something, and it's it's really a minimal amount. Yeah. Um, but I've got, I can only go in there on a high, very high tide. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it's okay. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more of high tide in a couple of minutes. 13, 12, 69. Talking sports. This 
is 2SN. 20 years ago, we started talking sport. I suppose we've got to stay happy new year, but you can't get sick here and there. Yet in time, it was clear that what we love would dominate the hours of air we occupy five days a week. Welcome back. I'm sitting in the shed celebrating a birthday, not mine, but your 21st. So how good's that? Excellent. Yeah, no, the afternoon's not the same when you aren't here, that's for sure. You will still receive the passion we have for our games and your calls and those texts. Boys, great to have you back where it's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> well, you took your sweet time getting back. I mean, five weeks oh. is one-tenth of a year. Has that ever occurred to you? That's okay, mate. The most important thing is, thank God you're back. Happy New Year. 21 years on, it's great to be back. Talking Sport, weekdays from three. Conferences and corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are half of the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks helpful function staff on 96. 670-8888. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to view.org.au. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian credit license number 392182. Are you building a new home? Well, there's a more affordable way with a PAL Kit Home, Australia's most experienced and trusted kit home supplier for more than 50 years. You can become an owner-builder and manage the building of your own home. PAL guarantee that you can do it even without prior building experience. Find out how you can build your very own home. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone them on 1-800-024-912. 2SM has Sydney talking. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. And we are awfully glad that you are listening to the program. Good morning, wherever you might be. Welcome to your Sunday. It's not a bad one today as it stands at the moment. The forecast to Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay looks this way. Variable winds, about 10 knots tending south to southeasterly, 10 to 15 knots in the morning, then tending east to southeasterly in the late afternoon. The enclosed waters, a low point five of a metre will be the seas. Offshore, east to northeasterly, 10 to 15 knots tending north to northeasterly, coming uh 
below 10 knots by the evening. Uh, the swell will be one metre. The swell, the second swell will be out of the south, uh, to southeast at 1.5 of a metre. As mentioned, they said, um, it was going to be cloudy today. At the moment, it just looks absolutely gorgeous. The moon is out. There's not a cloud in the sky. There is a little bit of rain about the state though. Uh, further up north near Grafton, all the way up to the Sunshine Coast, a bit of rain falling. Some light drizzle at Gunnedah and Narrabri, a little bit south towards Yass, but nothing major to speak of, Al. Yeah, that's correct. I'm just uh, getting Brad up for you. At, uh, oh, no problem, my friend. See what's going on. At, uh, and please, just the bureau is saying coffee. this. be in the studio in a minute. Oh, no. that's good to see. I'm glad he's here. I'm, I actually do want to find out more about his book, too, uh, because I know it did take, uh, would have taken a hell of a lot of time to put... You can buy a I've copy. On order already, my friend. What do you on mean on order? order. Going to boat books over at uh, Chatswood and they got them in stock everywhere? Chatswood? I'm not leaving the northern beaches, don't you know? I'm hang in on, hang on. That's on the northern shore as well, isn't it? No, no, not in my books, no. Oh, I went down sorry. The They're grabbing a copy for me. Yes, oh. no, yes. But there's, there's actually people at Avalon, believe this or not. <laughs> there's people I know in Avalon that have never been past the bend, so they've never been past Newport. I would not be surprised. It's legit. It's so bad. It is so bad. But uh, that's the latest. You well, know, you've got, that is the latest. You've got hobbits down south. What do we call the people up north? I, I, th- th- there's lots of names that they give them, but none I can say on radio. <laughs> you, know <what> I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I think it's just, I think it's the same. Cronulla people are the same. When I grew up, when I lived, I grew up in Maroubra. Um, Maroubra people are the same. You you love where you come from, and you've got a connection to that land and everything around there. I think it's a familiarity thing where you. You, you know, you, you know every, you know, it's like going to your favourite boat ramp and things like that, where, you know, you just know all the facilities there, you know where all the bumps are in the road, you, it's easy for you to get in and out, you know other people are using it. When you move yourself out of that relaxed, um, mentality, that can be a, a bit of a problem for you. Sometimes it can just, not, not stress you out, but just knock you off your, your tilt a little bit. Okay, well let's go somewhere who's further north than you. The Renegade Blue Water Charters. Brad, good morning. Hang on. Press that button, will help. Morning, Brad. Good morning, how are you? Oh, I'm good. Now, do you venture away from Lake Macquarie at all, or are you like Grant? Um, no, uh, he does. He does. <laughs> I don't mind going away somewhere different, that's for sure. That's right, yes. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, the lake's pretty good at the moment, that's all. Yeah. How was the fishing yesterday? Yeah, good. It was a little bit, um, bit of a sea out there, just a bit of a swell from the day before. But yeah, no, we've got a good mixed bag of, um, trag and reds and moeys, just all the bottom fish and, yeah, a couple of really big bonitos and, yeah, it's just a good day out. Yeah. So, yeah, that was all good. Beat a few sharks around in the lake. Yes. I've been okay. them from the back of my boat. I've been doing work. <laughs> Yes. What type of what type of sharks have they been, Bradley? Uh, they've been hammerheads. They're pretty aggressive too. Feeding they were. They sort of um, they had a school of mullet pulled up on the top, and they're just sort of um, in a bit of a frenzy, smashing them out pretty good the other day. Mm. Up to three metres long, some of them too. They were. Okay. So, yeah, that was a bit sort of. Um, yeah, it was like a David Attenborough show. I was out the back of the boat, really, just in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> you went down, down and close to them with all the uh, close-up shots. No, I was, I was no, I was going to go out there and have a 
get some photos, but I was just happy to look at it from where I was. Yes. <laughs> Nothing worse than seeing a shark when, if you've got an outboard chewing on your gearbox. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. you got a, um, a rare catch. It was an eastern blue devilfish, it was. An eastern blue devilfish? You had to let it go. They're a protected species. Okay. Beautiful looking fish, too. Beautiful looking fish. Good morning, Peter Sire. Hey, good morning there. I was a little bit late there at the arrival this morning. Thanks for going downstairs and getting me in, Alan. That's all right. That's no problems. Have you seen an eastern blue devilfish? Absolutely. Yeah, I photographed a few of them. You see more scuba diving than you do um, uh, fishing, I guess, but they, they usually sit in under ledges in the uh, southern waters. Okay. They're like, head like a bit of a blue grover type of thing, and yeah. they've got the striped bands and they're a Parramatta colour. A bit of Parramatta oh. colour, blue and ye- blue and yellow. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's that picture you're looking at. There's probably a little bit exaggerated, I'd say, to what they actually come out like. The blue's not quite so bright. Okay, that, that, that's Department of Primary Industries photo. <laughs> <laughs> very, GPI. Very pretty fish, though. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had a good look at one anyway, and let it go successfully anyway. Yeah. That's good. That's lovely. Okay, yeah. and. What else did you catch beside the devilfish? Ah, just yeah, just the traglin and some snapper and bonito and nanny guys and leather jackets and fathead. So yeah, just a mixed bag of reef fish, I guess. Anyway, and the bonito were probably up to three and four kilos. They were they're pretty good sized bonito. Beautiful. And by the way, with those. Those devilfish, there's a western blue, a southern blue, and a blue devilfish, plus the eastern blue. There's four different types of them. There you go. You learn something every day yeah. at night time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, Mr. Blake, if you have a look at your your phone, you'll actually see the photo that of the fish that he took. I've just sent it through to you now. Just absolutely gorgeous-looking fish, aren't they, Peter? Yeah. They, as I say, um, I photographed them. I just didn't exactly know. Um, I just had a look at Alan's fish here. He needs his glasses. That's a good size one, actually. Yeah. That's, a, that's a fairly large one. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was anyway. It's about 30 centimetres at least. Yeah, yeah. But they're not overly common. You might see, if you're well, talking about a few years since I've scuba dived out of Sydney, but <laughs> you'd probably come across um, a couple, maybe every second or third dive or something, but oh, you'd, okay. you'd do a lot of dives and wouldn't see any. Well, that's a lot, really, for an endangered species, isn't it? Yes. When you think about it, one person every second or third dive sees one. Yeah. That yeah. means they're not that... Like, not that I want to change endangered list no. on them, but they, they are a little bit common. A bit like Grey Nose Shark. Oh, we've only got less than 300 <laughs> left in the world, isn't it? <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah, they're all in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got much on this weekend? Brad, you got much on this weekend? For a week? Yeah, yeah, you've been a little bit busy. you got a few... Yeah, got a few trips out this week coming up. I do, that's for sure. And the weather's looking really nice t- this morning, so hopefully it'll be a nice day out there today, that's for sure. Okay, go inshore or offshore this week? Uh, it'll be inshore again. And yeah, I've got a few inshore ones and a uh, lake fishing one as well, I do during the week. So that'll be an afternoon session anyway in the lake, so that's always good. That's very civilised, isn't it, Peter? I like the idea of that. <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> what, what time do you leave for an afternoon fish? Uh, we'll probably, whatever time they like really, but we'll probably go about 4 or 5 o'clock and yeah, just spend a few hours out there, get a bit of bait and then um, have a bit of a go with some soft plastics and then burly up and sort of um, try for a 
Malawi on on dusk or into the dark and cook a barbecue for dinner as well. That sounds very civilised. You know, can, uh, <laughs> how many spots you got available? I'm just, just looking at it. That's a, <laughs> Brad, what, what's the cost for that per person? Uh, it just depends. Like, depends how long you want to go and what you want to do, really. But it's like it's a cheap option. That one, it's like 120 bucks a person. It is anyway. That's good. Well, Nothing wrong yeah, with that. Great way to spend an afternoon. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's good anyway. Get the barbecue out. That's for sure. Well, that's right. You get the barbecue as well, plus the fish. Nice. Yeah. Bit of feed. Yeah. Fish. yeah. And I dare say there'd be um, an ale or two had as well. Alcohol would be involved, but you have to take your own. Otherwise, you wouldn't yeah. get a good story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brad. Renegade Blue Water Charters. What's the phone number? Zero uh, four three seven. Three eight nine oh nine seven. Or the Facebook? Yeah, mate. Yeah, on the Facebook and Instagram pages. Just send us a message there and happy days. Okay. Thanks very much this morning, Brad. No Enjoy. Worries. Thank you very okay, much. Okay. You and know, Blakey, just before you jump yes. on, just yes. let our listeners know that for anyone who's interested, I've just posted that uh, photo of that fish on our Facebook okay, page. Yeah, good. I want to go and take a look at it. It's there. Okay. No worries. Yeah, no Kieran this morning. He's on the... Uh, I don't know. I think you might have had a big day yesterday. We'll go to sick list. Yes, yeah, like sick list. Give, give the gentleman a day off. Give him a day off. Yeah, that's no problems. But that afternoon charter sounds like a bit of fun, doesn't it, Peter? We used to remember Dennis Sim used to do uh, the afternoon charter. We used to um, have our 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Uh, normal day charter. Then we'd do one which run from about 3 to about 9, I think, or something like that during the okay. evening. And, and that was, they were good. You, know, used to, um, you had to get people, though, that were keen to anchor up, sit there and put some burley out. Not much happens before sunset. And then yeah. just after sunset, it starts to come alive. Um, then we had some good days like that. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's nice and civilised type. As you say, you take along a bottle of wine or something like that, sit there and have a, a quiet sip and a bit of cheese and bickies. We did have a few issues, though, with some people that used to arrive drunk already. <laughs> But, and, <laughs> you know. and seriously, it, it, no, when, you, when you're out there and you're, you're, you're the sober person like you were the other day, Alan, and you got some drunk behind you like I was the other day. <laughs> I've got to be, I got to be honest, guys. Brad has told me occasionally on those afternoon sessions, occasionally they'll get somebody who wants to fish as well. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you, you'll yeah. find at 6 a.m. charters, a lot of them, if the boys are away for a weekend, they'll turn up and they're a lot worse for wear. Yeah, so you know, if, you, if you're going to go out on a charter boat, go out, you know, have, a, have a couple of beers for sure, you know, enjoy yourself, relax, and don't go overboard. You don't need to take a slab with you? No, no. Yeah, just have a few, enjoy it, if That's not. Right. Just, just a little cheese plate. Yep, a glass That's of wine. Yep. Thank you very much. Yeah, we used to during winter we used to put a the pot of boiled potatoes on those tiny potatoes and chuck some butter on top of them. Oh yeah, happy stuff. days. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. we're Why is it on this program everyone wants to talk about food? Oh, <laughs> 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 this is morning time. Okay, we'll take a break, Mr. High Tide and Sipping Network. Summer nights. As Sydney talking. So there's Donald Trump back in the news again, polarising person. He really is. He's streaks ahead in the polls, and yet there are so many people who dislike him with a, with a great intensity. 2SM has Sydney talking. Oh, what a day. We've had fires, we've had floods, and volcano eruption in Iceland. Well, it's going to go anyway. Iceland's probably a good spot. It's going to be cooler over there, isn't it? I suppose some people would say that's all our own fault. Summer nights. Airbnb getting the $15 million fine. I was actually victim to this. Wow. Potential for compensation. So I tell you what, I'm hanging out for my compensation <laughs> if I can try and claw back some money. <laughs> you know how it is. I do know. This 
is 2SM. Mid North Coast had those massive floods and wiped out so many homes, especially around Lismore and that area. And I'm feeling very sorry for most of those people who are still not home. 2SM has Sydney talking. For those high-rise and difficult-access painting jobs, Skyhook Painting is the answer. Instead of using costly and unsightly scaffolding, Skyhook's expert tradesmen will abseil down your building, preparing and painting the surface as they go. So if you've got a high-rise or difficult-access painting job, get in touch with Skyhook Painting. Go to skyhookpainting.com.au or phone 0449 849 Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company. A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality in It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. Listen to 2SM online, 2SMSuperNetwork.com. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network... This is High Tide. 29 minutes away from five. If you're living interstate, we're looking at, well, interstate from where we are anyway. So interstate is across, the, the, is across the spit bridge, is it? Or, um... is it, is it 30 degrees in Brisbane. <laughs> we're looking at 26 in, 24 in Melbourne, 27 in Sydney, 28 in Newcastle, and about 28 at Port Macquarie, Allen. What about Wollongong, Port Kembler? Wollongong about the same, 27 today with with Captain Ross O'Brien. He, he should have a nice day, I would think. We'll find out. Morning, Roscoe. Good day, guys. How are we? Uh, how is it up in Sydney, mate? It's beautiful. Yeah? Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, dear, I, look, I must okay. admit there was a touch of a chill in the air this morning when I'm down at the marina. It wasn't as warm as it has been and with that southerly influence, but still nice. It, it, let's put it this way, three months' time, I'd love to have this temperature. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, I, I was at the uh, Kaiama show yesterday, and, and someone let us suddenly go. And yeah. It was marquee, kids, cars, things, all sorts of stuff going on. Was that yesterday or Friday night. afternoon? Uh, I can't remember. That was Friday. Friday. That was today, Sunday. That was Friday afternoon. Friday, yes. yes. It's quite exciting, mate. Uh, <laughs> That's one like word for it. That we've had in a few years down here, I'll tell you. Yeah, we had a passenger ship trying to run us over. 
A what? <laughs> we were anchored up quite happily. Uh, his anchor wasn't holding. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, 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 no. So we did the polite oh. thing and uh, we moved because we were going to get run over. Well, we, Pete? That wasn't you yeah, being well, polite, yeah. Alan. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was you thinking you're going to come off second best if he hit you. That's the one. <laughs> Size does matter. <laughs> hey, Peter, did he blow up? Did he blow up the Lux or what? <clears throat> Sorry, just say it again. Did he? Did, did Alan blow up? No, no. Oh. Alan's, Alan's the calmest bloke you'll ever meet in your life on a boat. Yeah. I know. It's just crazy, do it. isn't There's it? No How he does it. Yep, yep, just <laughs> nope. keep, keep it relaxed. You've got a job to do. Keep an eye on the job and get it done. I can tell you that's why I was very relaxed yesterday. <laughs> very relaxed there on Friday. Having a few beers and normally when I'm on a boat, I'm you know, looking at what's going on here, what's going on there, just through, just through force of habit of being at sea there as a skipper for so long. Yeah, because as, as a skipper, you tend to stay alert all the time anyway. You're looking what's going on, what's happening, oh, where's he going here, what's that doing, what's... Yes. It's just force of habit. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So. Okay. Uh, today. Yes. At, at Kiama, we've got, uh, high wing gusts at yesterday, the 17, the 9, and 9. Right, Mark? We get a bit closer yeah. to the phone, Roscoe. Sorry, Please. mate. That's right. Yeah. <coughs> Struggling a bit. That's right. I don't know why, I just. I could have written a few whiskies or I might have had while I was... It's never the, the, never the whiskey, it's the water you put in it. Yeah, well, I don't put water in them, why waste it? <laughs> <laughs> Water's going to be hard to get. Oh, I would like someone to explain to me, this is off subject for a second, how a, a, a few drops of water, which is plain standard water with no taste, changes the taste of whiskey, so why yeah, it does. Well. Well, I can't answer that. Well, it might have to get on the CSIRO well, about that. I've been testing it and keep testing it and can't come up with an answer. <laughs> yeah, well... There might know, be a thesis in this. <laughs> can I get a grant? <laughs> no, you know, I'm not allowed to have it at the moment, but I just couldn't resist yesterday. Yes. I tried my hardest, but I failed. No, I, I had a couple of Friday when we got back to the wharf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um... It was a shocker, mate. I couldn't believe how strong it was. It was gale force, for sure. Yeah, but it was on time. It was predicted, so you can't really complain about it. No, I hadn't looked at the chart that morning. Oh, okay. And I go, what the hell is this? And I really blew the gales over, mate. Yeah, it was. Even Thursday afternoon, it was on all the charts that it was going to be in about 2 o'clock or 2.30 on Friday afternoon. Yeah, well, anyway, we've got a better day today, west of our west. Uh, seven to nine. Uh, no, sorry, four to five. I'm looking at the KMH hours, whatever it's called. Kilometres. Kilometres per hour. Yeah, the, the land ones are in kilometres, the ocean ones are in knots. Knots, yeah. Knots, that's it. Knots. Yeah, well, we've got four to five. That's not bad. Yes. All day. So the boys are going to get out and get a good fish in. Um, I was watching them come back in uh, yesterday and uh, on Friday, sorry, and they, they weren't very happy. Um, they were, I don't know why one guy was down south and they pushed him all the way up to the harbour. But uh, one of the guys coming from north, he was struggling big time. But, uh, yeah, so today will be a much nicer day. 
We're going to get some good fish, mate. They've got some good fish on Friday and Saturday. So, uh, today's Sunday, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, I hate them. Um, it throws me right out of whack when things happen on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, the boys did good. They got some nice snapper and sin. Um, and, uh, a lot of, uh, small stuff I was throwing back that was telling me they, uh, that was from down south. That was a guy that went down south. Um, but when they come back to the 90 mile beach where the, underneath the bowling club, the fisherman's club, they've done real good along there. So, um, I, I don't know if it would be safe at the moment, but it'd be worth having a look at it. If it's not breaking over the corner, you're pretty safe there. Um, just watch what you're doing. All the way up through the end of the blowhole, mate, they were, um, the bit they did, they did a bit at the other end during, you know, nearly knock-off time, and they got some good fish through there. They're getting big fish everywhere at the moment. I don't know, you know, I, I can't remember if it was their time of the year. I thought they were more in the, the cooler months. Yeah. I just can't remember. But, uh, it's getting hard to remember what I used to do, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Only it's, it's, uh, you can remember things from 50 years ago. It's just yesterday's the problem. Yeah, I know. It's unreal, isn't it? Oh, uh, cool getting that's old. Sign of, sign of being <clears throat> more mature, mate. The, the mature, that's a, that's a nice that's, word for that's it. That's what a, a lady calls them yesterday. Like a fine wine. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, blow the cork off. That's it. Like... <laughs> Okay, Roscoe, thank you for that. We'll talk to you yeah, next Saturday. No worries, okay. All I'm saying is go fishing. Bye. Bye. <laughs> go fishing. I can understand that. See, so Grant, you should be fishing. True. I, look, you could, you could have caught a plane yesterday down in Sydney Harbour. I, that was No, uh, that, was, that was on Thursday. It was on Thursday, wasn't yes, it? Yes, you saw the, the thing on, on social media. Up, because we? I was getting the boat ready for Friday and the barge came past with a with a not-so-happy Grand Caravan on it with broken floats and bits missing off the end of the week. I was wondering how you got the photo. That confused me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read on social media it was yesterday. No, no, it was, uh, it was Thursday afternoon. And, and he took off. Out of, all I said was a problem with the wing, so his flap or something like that's giving grief. And when he's put it back down, he's put it down a bit hard and it's uh, broken off the port uh, sponsor. And uh, they don't float very well. So it stayed up, no. right? But most of it got wet. No, do, they, do they call that a sink plane instead of a float plane? <laughs> <laughs> Partially floating. <laughs> the float was still attached, but there was just one was downwards and one was up beside just under the wing. So it would have got wet to be fair. But thankfully, no one was injured. That was the main thing. And it didn't take them long. It was only yeah. four or five hours. And they had it. Uh, that was the one that runs from Rose Bay up into the Hawkesbury. They've had, some, they've had some bad accidents, actually. Sea planes tend to have some accidents. You know, and they're not new planes in the, in the word of things. They live at Bankstown. And they uh, fly them up the river of an mm. afternoon and back up in the morning type of thing. Mm. So, uh, yeah, they've had, had a few issues. Uh, Elder, are they the ones that uh, come up here to uh, Pitwater? Yeah, Cottage Point and Pitwater, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do a wonderful... Like, you know... It's a difficult thing to do, especially if there's a bit of chop on the water and you don't know. If it's, a, it's sort of like if you could imagine people, you're trying to land on the runway and the runway keeps moving on you and, and things keep popping up like boats and different things like that. They negotiate it very well and I think they do an outstanding job. I've well, watched them. What really you have close. to realise, while that float plane is on the water, he has the same rules and regulations as a boat. 
That's once yeah. he leaves the water, then he transitions to being an aircraft, correct, Peter? Yeah, it is. I'm just wondering commercially, do they have a coxswain's ticket, master's ticket? Engineer? Well, they'd have to have something, would they? <clears> because <throat> they're doing more than 10 knots. They're going to have a license to something. You'd think it'd have to be a coxswain's ticket or something. And going by the horsepower, I guess you'd have to have an engineer's ticket, but you can't do very much engineering <laughs> like on the move on an aeroplane, can you? Yeah, well, yeah, <clears> but it's under 750, so it would only be a uh, um, MED3. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but th- they are classed as a vessel when they're on the water, so they have the same rights, but you have to remember they're not very manoeuvrable when they're doing five or eight knots type of thing. Yeah. Well, just those who don't know, when, when you have a um, commercial uh, maritime ticket, uh, you have a, a, a navigation ticket, basically, um, which is your master class, um, well, so it starts at Cox and then goes master yes. five, four, three, two, one, and then you have an engineering ticket that goes with it, and that's uh, rated by the horsepower that, um, that you're using on a particular uh, vessel. So that's right, and it, certain size vessels you can have dual tickets, and then some you have to have an engineer as well as a skipper. Correct, yes, yeah. So MED stands for Marine Engine Driver. That's so, it? Yeah, that's the one. Okay, we'll take a break. Mr. High Tide to see if In 2024, 2SM has Sydney talking. If you'd like to raise the topic, you've come to the right place. We're all in. 13 12 69, the telephone number. Richard King has Sydney talking. Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, who's on the line. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning. Brent Bultitude has Sydney talking. It's all fine and dandy for the Treasurer and the Prime Minister to turn around and say, look what we're doing. Toothless Tiger stuff, unfortunately. Talking sport has Sydney talking. It's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. (laughs) (laughs) Gary Stewart has Sydney talking. Thank you, Gary, for putting me on the show. My pleasure, thank you. In 20 24. John Laws will continue to keep the dream alive. That's a bit of what is on my mind, so I'd like to know what's on yours. Pick up the telephone, tell us all about it. In 2024, 2SM has Sydney talking. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain. No stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbor Vitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbor Vitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg ginger beer is a true blue brew. A quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger. And a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew. Bundaberg ginger beer. Summer is here, and you want your car air conditioning working at its best. You'll 
be blown away with the air conditioning service at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Our fully qualified mechanics will help keep you cool through the summer with a comprehensive service of your car's air conditioning system. So book online today at repcoservice.com. This is 2SM Sydney. 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au and Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. It is 14 minutes away from 5 at 5 o'clock. We'll update the news for you. Then Laurie McAnally will be along for the next hour of the program, Mr. Al. Yes, I will, but let's go to Bobby Doon and find out if he's got any fishing reports for us. Morning, Bobby. How are we, gentlemen? We're good. We're good. Yeah, yeah, Grant's having a time of his life in refuge, though, mate. He's enjoying himself. You bet. Yeah, well, surely he's got to have a line in water. Whether it's got bait on it or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the only catch is I'm not actually up in Refuge Bay. I'm down in Clareville because there's no... The beautiful thing about Refuge Bay is there's no mobile coverage. Yes, there is. Completely. If you have Starlink, there is. If you have Starlink. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, well, you know, he will choose to do these things. But, uh, look, nah, there's some fish around, mate, the freshwater side. Burundra is hard to get reports, but there has been a few natives caught there. I don't know if the virus has hit it yet. Um, my nephew fished, uh, was it, uh, Friday at Walera Land. They got one tiger trout and one rainbow, and then they went to Oberon. And the virus hasn't killed all the redfin because he's got one nice fish about 38. And he was chasing natives using yabbies. And a young boat could fish on six pound line and it bricked him. So I tried to catch on up to him last night. I couldn't get any more reports of him. Then you go out to the Macquarie and Lachlan River and that, they're fishing quite well for natives. And so, you know, people like to do that. The snowy lakes and rivers are fishing quite well. They could do with another little top up with a bit of fresh you know, for the rivers and streams. But when I was up at over on the other week, uh, I come in the back way in the Taranar and along the Fish River and a couple of little tributaries there look absolutely fantastic. When I was talking about fly fishing yesterday, yeah, take the three or four weight walk along those streams just using yeah, either dries or little nips is a very relaxing and can be extremely rewarding way of fishing but if you're going to take up fly fishing go and get a guide to show you what's going on and how to do it ok it's uh yeah it's like bar crossings mate best way to learn is go with somebody that knows that's that's it but well, sit there and study them as well Pete you agree with that Absolutely. sit there and watch a bar yeah. for 30 minutes just see what it does and you can work out a pattern and how it's working and, and when you do that do it on all sorts of tides if you've got that's the right. time to do so that's so right. in, incoming tide outgoing tide and the, the bars change a lot with tides yes. and um, obviously subly and subly winds and northerly winds and uh, all that sort of stuff and never be ashamed if you don't like it you get the you know like turn around you yeah. don't have to do it there's no yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I've, I've gone through the uh, 
probably the one of the worst places I've ever gone through is South West. But you know, I'm sat there for 15 or 20 minutes waiting for a break. Yeah. Well, last year when we were heading north, uh, we'd cop some weather out of Sydney, stayed at Port Stephens for a couple of days, and then we headed up to Ballina. It was just after the storms. And, you know, we'd travelled a fair way to get to Ballina, and we'd yeah, been really going good. for 24 or 30 hours. And I got out the front of Ballina, and it was two to three metres now cresting. No, thanks. And I just said to her, I said, well, I'll put my nose into the wind. We can all have a shower and relax. And then we went another 11 and a half hours to Gold Coast. Just wasn't going to do it. That's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. good on the surfboard, mate. Yeah. But it's not worth the grief. No, no, no. Yeah. It's the thing is, you know, and I went and looked at it. We Sundays, I went and spoke to the local skipper up the charter. Yeah, yeah. Some, some, something else to think about too when you're heading out over a bar or anywhere for that matter is what's it going to be like when you come back? <laughs> <laughs> getting out's often the easiest place, the easiest way. But yeah, what's it going to? What's the weather going to do? So you don't have much control when those waves are up your your backside. No, you don't. You don't. Yeah, but that's their safest part, mate. Going out in the breakers, mate. That's where you come up done. Yeah. No, I yeah. don't always agree with that one. No. But if you do get halfway, you cannot turn around. Once you commit it, you commit it. That's where you come unstuck when you try and turn around. People get on a wave, and, and if they can't keep up the wave in front of them, and they get the wave behind them, all of a sudden the boat's going very fast, runs downhill. Hits get, the bottom normally. Hits the bottom. The, uh, the, the, bow, uh, the pressure on the bow exceeds the pressure on the stern. Next minute you're sideways, and then it's time to go for a swim. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... No, give me a, a runabout rather than just place with mate. Well, that's it. But, you know, you for horses for courses type of thing. That's exactly right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll yeah. say uh, a lot of the placing mates more like donkeys. Like, I'm like the horses I used to back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Peter came up with a good good figure on, on uh, Friday, and you could tell them, Peter. You were looking at that Pacific Adventure. That was the passenger ship out there. And you were talking about the stability, how far they'll tilt on the side before they roll over. What do you think the angle would be, Bob? Yeah, we'll see. They've got a lot of stability assisted and things. Yeah. Give us a figure. Uh, I don't know. It'd have to be 40 plus degrees. Yeah, try try 70 on the most modern ones, 70 degrees of uh, least before they, before they lose stability. How'd you like to be on one of those at 70 degree angle? Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> Not only that, imagine if you're in a, in a lifeboat sitting under that thing that was leaning over the top of you. <laughs> but uh, all the furniture would be flying around the countryside as well. Oh, the piano's be up through the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Nah, mate, we've only got chipped over on the beach that uh, Scott said was that surfer come across in front of us. And we had to back off and we got picked up and rolled sideways. Oh, yeah, that's that's the issue. It's um, particularly with all boats, not only, I'm um, going to say um, small boats, but all boats. If you can keep up with that wave that's in front of you in a small boat, you're okay. But that takes a lot of horsepower. That's right. You've got to sit on the back of the wave, nose up in the air type of thing, and, just, and that's activate it. your throttle to stay there. Yep. yep. Don't try and yeah. overtake it. But most of those waves coming through bars, I mean, doing at, yeah, 10 to 12 knots. Yeah. Yeah. But still, you've got to keep it at that speed because you're normally on the hump. You're halfway between displacement and planing. So you've got yeah, to watch out yeah. that it doesn't convert either way. Yeah, and you tend to get sucked back 
Yeah. But, um, yeah. We, we, we touched briefly on, on the stability of the ships, and obviously the, the more weight that's in the bottom, the better. So these big ships, they carry a lot of ballast and a lot of forklifts and fuel, things, and fuel and, and machinery down there. When you're coming in on a, on a, um, a boat, particularly that's got a, uh, a fuel tank which is under deck, which a lot of boats do these days, um, you've got rid of a, a lot of fuel while you're offshore, and you put a, hopefully put a lot of fish on the deck. Um, which is above the above the uh, waterline, so the the ballast that you had when you left will be a lot less than the ballast that you had or had when you return. Your centre so, of gravity is higher. Yeah, the centre of G. It, it all picks yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Bobby. Thank you all for right, that, gentlemen. I'll chat to you next weekend. Okay, you have a great week. Yeah, I certainly will. I'll mind head up the mountain. Are you working this week? Uh, yes, I am most of the time. I think. Uh, but do I? Okay, I might this. drop in. Okay, look forward to it. Okay. Thanks, Bobby. Yeah, so, right. Okay, bye. Yeah, Bobby, when he goes for a fish, he'll quite often drop in a few trout on the way home. Nice. Lovely barbecue that night whenever he does that. <laughs> 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 nice. nice to know. Grant, if you I weren't so far... On the payroll. If you weren't so far away, we'd give you some, but, you know, I don't know if I can get them allowed in the northern beaches. I haven't got a passport for that one. Now we're going to be I've, looking I've for been, a visa. I've been... I've been invited to your place, not by you, by Kieran, but hey, it's all the same, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just roll, just roll up. You all will go out to Alan's, I'll get him to put on a barbecue. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Do you want to ask Alan first, Kieran? <laughs> He normally does it. He just turns up. And one of the girls will say, I've got yeah. a camera, because they've got the cameras on the driver. They'll say, oh, Kieran's here. <laughs> I get told. So all the gates get automatically locked up, and all the, the armed guards. I just turn the lights off up in the office. That's all it is. And it's a report from okay. the Ocean Hut Complete Angler at 23 Graham Street at Naruma. The lake's been very good for flathead brim, whiting, trevally, some salmon, tailor, and kingies on the river. A running tide, still the best option there. Uh, beaches have been uh, very good for salmon, tailor, whitehead, flathead and brim, or whiting, sorry. Rocks, some salmon, tailor, brim and also drummer. And outside, plenty of marlin activities. Um, the dollies with the fad and the boys. Uh, the bait schools, schools are in close. And the kings are starting to come in um, and some of those are being taken. Out the island, good run of reef species like snapper, moeys, kingies. And the water's a very good colour at the moment down there. So stopping to see Daryl or Bob at um, 23 Graham Street at Naruma. It's a nice part of the world down there. Now, after the news, we're going to talk to Peter Sayer. Yeah, I thought I might touch on the subject. If you wanted to jump into a trailer boat, tow it up to Port Douglas and uh, or Cairns, for that matter, and um, boat ramps, um, how far you've got to go offshore, what sort of gear you might need, and um, go it's, to there. It's a different sort of a fishing, a different animal when you go up there. You've got to plan much further ahead as far as fuel, water, food, that sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's in a well-found uh, trailer boat, more than more the capable of getting out there. What about security of the car and trailer while you're at the ramp? Well, if you're in Port Douglas, there's plenty of parking areas through there. Uh, security doesn't really be a problem. I often leave my, my uh, one of my tenders trailer on the touch there. Uh, some of the locations actually have a, um, a, uh, a yard where you can lock them up. Okay, because there's so. been some issues around Sydney lately where there's some idiotic vandals have been undoing the justice screw on um, couplings, half-cutting through the um, winch straps, loosening rollers off. There's a whole heap of things, and um, they, they want to be careful because they get caught. They do that to someone's trial, and someone comes back and finds them at the same time. It'll be a full contact conversation, I'd suggest. I'd suggest so. Not to mention the criminal activity if someone gets injured as well. Well, that's know. it. But it's just, well, why do they do it? 
They, this is like, like, what's their mentality? Jealousy. Yeah, I don't know. Jealousy. Just They're jealous that someone else has something of quality and they haven't. Yeah, they mostly mm. don't get up and go to work in the morning either. Most probably. Okay, we'll be back with more right time after the news, 13, 12, 69. But, yeah, just be careful of that, please. Just check your trailer and all your couplings when you get back uh, after a trip. Back soon.